Good morning, Dr. Kutzkaf Beis Amadadis. A little bit of a recap, I think, again. Um, this sugya is actually quite a central sugya. Yeah, everything in Shabbos is, but uh, really quite a central sugya to Hilkha Shabbos about Amir al Akum, about asking a goy to do a malacha for one on Shabbos. And if a, a goy did do malacha on Shabbos, um, can you benefit from it? And essentially we've said that it depends on whether the nochri, whether the goy did it for you, for another year, or whether he did it for himself. And what we've seen so far is, based on Tosus, is that if the nochri does the malacha for himself, then you can benefit from it. As long as you know for definite he did it for himself. You know, what I mean to say by that is the following. It does say, it does say, that, for example, if an Okri fills up from a well and brings it to Yisrael Rosh Hashanah so he does a malacha to fill up a bucket of water. And he brings this bucket of water for his animal. Then once he's finished with it, for his animal, you can use it for your animal. Now we did, the, the, the Mishnah Bura says, it's obvious though, that it doesn't mean to say that you can't use it before him. The problem is that if you use it before him, there's no way of you knowing for absolutely definite that he did it for himself. Maybe he really did it for you. But if you use it himself first, then you know, obviously he did it for himself. But if I know for definite he did it for himself, I wasn't even around, so he didn't know I was coming, or I heard him announce, oh, I need to go and fill up some water then, I've answered that, that. The zim would be the same. The zim would be that you could, you could use it. If, however, the goy does it for a year, does it for me, I can't use it at all. And not only that, if he did it for me, you also can't use it. Why? Because he's done a malacha de writer for me, for another year. If, however, it's a malacha de rabbonah, so for example, this is Paskana Alocha, if he brought it through a karmen, if the karmen is, is only a, it's just a rabbonah, it's like an in-between, it's a it's a Rosh Hashayah, generally, we've actually, well, that's basically what a is. That Midrabbonov, they said you can't carry Daladamas in it, you can't carry more than four Amas in there, because it looks a little bit like a Rosh Hashanah. So a Karmanist, if he carries it through a Karmanist, it's any initial Midrabbonov, then the Halacha is that I can't use it, because he did it for me. But you could use it if it was any Malacha Midrabbonov. And that's where Rabbi Gomorrah comes in. Everybody in Gomorrah, they are that. If a Goy brings something from outside the Tchub, outside the Tchub Shabbos, he brings it for me, I can't use it, you can. There is a shit in the run who says you could say maybe Tchumen are completely different because Tchum by, by definition is subjective. What's my Tchum Shabbos is not necessarily yours. So if you bring that from outside my Tchum Shabbos, if you live a fact that let's say he comes from the north, so he brought it 3,000 Amas from the north, okay? So I'm 3,000 Amas south of where he brought it from, that's outside my Tchum Shabbos. Could be you live 1,000 Amas further north, in which case it's within your Tchum Shabbos. Yeah, it depends on, it's subjective. Everyone's got their own Tchum Shabbos, potentially. If we're living in the same city, we won't. But potentially, Tchum Shabbos can be subjective. And therefore, even though the Maitre is from outside your Tchum Shabbos as well, Tchum Shabbos may be a different ball game. But the Maitre, we don't pass him like that. Right? Although the Oda Shabbos does bring that, the Chayobim does bring that, but the Machabe doesn't pass him like that, because the Machabe is from the Furish. It's brought through a communist, everyone, other than the person for whom it was done, everyone can use it. That's one you said. The other thing we discussed is what happens if 
um, he, again, particularly in this case where he fills the water. So he fills it for for um, well, again, if he fills it for his own animal, I can use it often. If he fills it for my animal, however, I can't. Let me ask you a question. What happens if what happens if he fills it not for his animal, he fills it for himself? Or he fills it for me? So here, Tosas wanted to say, you know what? Well, I mean, some wanted to say, I should say. There are many some persons that what? Can't forgotten. There are many times In such a case, do you remember that? I could use it, even though he did it for me. Well, that's the same as uh, filling it for his animal. Oh, so what's the difference? Good question, what's the difference? Uh, that, that's exactly what the reef says. He says, why should there be any difference? He says, no, there is a difference. Because you, because you see, if he fills it from a well, then I can say, thank you very much for bringing it. I didn't really need you to bring it there, because you know why? I could have gone to the well myself, and as dangerous as it may sound, but it seems people used to do this, I'll climb down the well, get a drink, and come back up. It's what we call the tuppies for the yodis first, and then the tuppies for later. You, if the well is not too wide, Using your elbows and your legs or knees, you just lower yourself in and then you can climb back up like that, as somebody did say, you said you've seen people doing it between two houses, right? Climbing up the walls like that. You can do it. So, if it, obviously, your animal, you're not going to get down the well. So, for your animal, you, will, you would have to have done a malacha because the well will be a Rishasayokhid probably, and you're taking it out and it's still a Rishasayokhid. You can't do that. So, the guy has done the malacha for you. We say, sorry, if he did it for you, you can't benefit from it. But if he did it for the animal, I mean, right? But if he did it for you personally, you can say, I mean, it's very nice, but I could have gone to the well myself. In which case, you haven't really benefited me with this malocho. And I think with that malocho, we'll come back to that in a second. But let's say, therefore, according to that, it comes out of big enough gamina. So this whole case about uh, when it says that he fills up the water for the, for the animal, if you look at the Rosh, by the way, it's Mufurush, as, as, as I saw last night, this morning, whatever it was, I don't know what time it was, but probably more like the early hours of the morning, that the Rashbaugh says that, according to that, if, I, if the Goy fills it up, not from a well, he fills it up from a river, aha, uh-huh, then I'd be able to give it to my animal strength. Why? No, no, no. The animal, the animal. He brings it from the river. Through the Rosh Hashanah. Why would I be able to, to give it to my animals? He did it for me. For my animals, I mean. When I say me, here's, him, here's my animals, right? He did it for you. Why would I be able to give it to my animals? I could have taken animals to the river. That's right. I could have taken it. I could have taken my animals to the river. Simple as that. Yeah? But obviously we're not talking about uh, carrying the water in the Rosh Hashanah. The goy did it for me. Oh, so, right. Yeah. So he carried it through the Rosh Hashanah. So... No, but you... Yeah, that's true. But, but I mean, how can you say, oh, I could have gone to the river? Look at the animals. All I do is I just sort of uh, open the door and the animals, well, if you water, they'll hopefully go there. Or you can sort of direct them. 
So, that, that, that's what would follow. You'd have to say, this is Dafka talking about a well, which obviously is a bit of a slight difference. It's not going to say that. Right? It doesn't say that. Um, and what, one of the questions the, the, the Shonim ask on this, well then, let me ask you a question. We've got a case in the Gemara. The Goy cut some grass for, his, for my animal. Can't give it to it. Why not? I know I couldn't let my animals go and graze in the field where you got it from. So you yeah, the Rishonim says it's a bit of a dating to say this. Well, you'll have to say that you know what? This field where you got it from is the other side of the river. The animals wouldn't have been able to get there. And the last part, they call it the the the, um, the Balamor, who also goes with this shit, by the way. He says that's the Rashba says that's an even bigger dochek. What he writes to answer it, it scatters. This is one of the not exactly knockout blows, but this is one of the problems they have with the with this uh, this Javadin time. But we will just mention one point, and that is, do you remember one of the kashas that the, the Rosh asks on this? This is quite important, this. Do you remember what one of the kashas he asks is? Let's find it here. Yeah. We, we haven't actually done this tomorrow yet, but it's coming. It's we're sitting at, at a, I don't know, a, a gathering. There's Goy in there, and there's Yid in there. And the Goy gets up, and he lights, lights the candle. He does it for everyone. So we say, well, what are the majority? Are the majority Yidin, or are the majority Goy? Majority are Yidin? Well, that's it, close your eyes. You can't benefit from that light. He says, why? What's he really benefiting me? I could have gone up and gone to a different room and had light there. I'm sure I'll find somewhere where there's light. He hasn't really benefited me. Right? Or what did we answer? There is. Highly unlikely there's no light. Uh, I'm sure I'll find the light. Do you know what we answered? Says that it's true. You're right. I could have gone and find found the light somewhere else. But this particular light, I couldn't have had it without him doing the malachim. What I mean to say is that I've even tongue never meant to say that. For example, I'll give you an example. Let's say, let's say, the goy brings for me, for me, for my animals, I should say, he brings me water from the well. But there is also a local river. So can I say, okay, it's true, I couldn't have taken my animals to the world, because I'm not having my animals going down the world. But, you haven't really benefited me, because I would have taken my animals to the, to the river. You can't say that. Because the fact is, he didn't bring it from the river. He brought it from the well. We don't look at the, the big picture, we look at what he did. Could you have got that water for your animals without doing a malaga? And the answer is no. To your animals. You couldn't have done that. Question: Surely you never said anything to the guy. The guy did it for you, but it, 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 what happens if he did it for you just as a favour without you having to ask him? Oh, very good. 
the, might, the reason why we say it's also is, you're absolutely right, if I asked him, it would be even worse. The reason why you can't do it, even if I didn't ask him, is because we're worried. Well, that's right, you'll ask him then. This is, this is exactly the point. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because the, 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 uh, the, the thing we're working, because this is the, the very, very point, Tosus asks, Tosus asks, according to Rabbi Meir, that's the way Tosus asks, we don't really talk him quite like this, but it's, let's say a person, on Shabbos, by mistake, it's Machal Shabbos, by mistake, so for example, a person, by mistake, um, you know, forgot about Shabbos, it was a bit, bit famished, got up in the morning, a bit confused, and he cooked something. Rabbi Meir says, if you did it for Shoei it could be eaten. You can eat it. Uh, we passed in the Hatzchen or not, really. Wait till after Shabbos. But, tonight, that's what Rav Meir passes, that's what the Lord of God passes, Tosus passes about. He says, why? Why is it there, if we've done the show gig, and you do it yourself, you're allowed to eat it. And here's your ask, I didn't ask you're going to do this. So Tosus says, that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point. You see, if a person cooks the show gig, he'll be so shocked at what he's done, there's no way he's going to do it again. On purpose. He didn't do it. I mean, he's a good Jew. He's not going to do that. He's made a mistake. But with something like a goy doing it, so, I mean, I'm going to say he's well, I'm not doing anything. So once you start benefiting from it once, <coughs> you'll say to the goy, do you mind doing it for me again? This time you lost the goy. But let's say you're an Rabbonon, and it's not even an Issa that I'm doing. I'm just asking a goy, the you find this, the, the, the Gemara makes a distinction, Gemara and Abraham makes a distinction between what's called the Shvus to Ismaimaisa and the Shvus to Ismaimaisa. Okay? There's a, a story in Abraham, I think it is, is where somebody spilt some water. This water was, had been heated up, it was hot water going to be used for a bris milah. So the question was, what do we do? So the bris was supposed to be done on Shabbos. Where are we going to get the hot water from? So, Rabbi says, you know what? I've got some hot water. I've got some hot water. Do you know what? We'll use... I'm sure we have over here a, an area of Hatteris. So, Bayi, who lives in the same area, he said, uh-uh, we don't. We don't have any area of Hatteris. So, Rabbi said, okay, well, do we not have a shift of Mavoid? Uh, that's like, which links all the Hatteris together, a much bigger one. That would also be fine. Rabbi says, uh-uh, we don't have that. Right? The mighty, you should know, at the end of the story, I think it was Rav Yetiv said, he says, I can't understand. Two great Rabbonim, like Rav and Abai, they live in a place and they don't have any, any sort of Erechatzeris or Shittim Mavos, which, by the way, by the way, does indicate, you know, what the, the, the Chasm Sofer writes. I don't know if this is his basis, I don't know. But he says, you should know, that uh, a Mora de Asra, a Rav of a town, who doesn't build an area for the town? You mentioned this before, no? Literally the noose is hanging around his neck for all the carrying that takes place in that town. So responsibility-wise, that's assuming, by the way, obviously that he can't build an area. Yeah? If he's living in a town, which, because obviously, you know, obviously we, this is a classic case, we, we, don't we know it, right? But that's point number one. But... You know, point, point, point number two. I mean, some people say, well, then I need to build some more data. And I think, well, the truth is, a lot of people are doing that. But the truth is, on top of that, I think, I'm not mistaken about, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's 
Also, the, the, the Rebbe Chirabi used to tell his Teletamidim, who's an Arab, no one has to know about it. In other words, even if you hold this not in the most Mahajan Zika Arab, and you build it, so people who are carrying, when I say unknowingly, probably knowingly, but unknowingly, they're not actually being necessarily being Mechal Shabbos, because we have some shit to rely upon. In other words, you may not want to publicize this area because you may not want the, the, uh, the people who otherwise wouldn't be carrying, you don't think they should be carrying. Fine, so don't make a big thing of it. Let's put a bit of chicken wire out there, no one has to know. Yeah? You know what happened when they, when they, when they built the, the London area? So obviously the, the activists who said, no, green, you know, Green Party, it's destroying the looks of the, of the, uh... No, 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 it was that as well. But, so they, they took it to court. And they, you know, they were going through the, uh... This was going, the proceedings went on for a few hours. At some point, I don't know if it was the defending lawyer, for, you know, for the Jews or something like that, he said, could I just ask the, uh, the jury or anyone for that matter, I mean, especially our opponents, have they noticed the, the wire hanging up in this, in this courtroom? No. Oh, yeah. That's the chicken wire we use for the ear. No one even noticed. Oh, this destroys the uh, thing. No one even noticed. They hung it up beforehand to see if anyone would even notice. No one had paid. No one had noticed. You don't know it's there. Yeah? That's right, yeah. They never did any damage to the birds. There are some birds, yeah. So, uh, and that, that's actually why. We'll, we'll, we'll get to here a bit. We'll see you guys. You, you've got the, uh, they actually put on the string, if you ever, ever realise why they do it, there's a little piece of tape on the string hanging down. Do you know why they do that? you won't be able to see this string very well. And therefore, how do you know when Shabbos comes in, if the string's still up? Somebody may have sn- you know, cut it or something like that. It's much, so you have to go like this and try and work it. It can do it. You look for the... You can often you, you see the lechis there, and you're thinking, right, so where's the string? It takes quite a bit of time to find the string. It's very, very thin. And especially in daylight, it's, you can't... You can see there's a bit of, uh, a bit of tape hanging down. You know it's there as long as it's hanging down horizontal a lot at one end, right? So, coming back to our figure here, so what were we saying? What did we get on to? It, oh, so, 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 so Rabba said to, uh, to Rabbi Yitzhak, I'm surprised at you. Okay. But finally Rabba said, you know what? Go ask a goy. Right? So it's, it's quite an interesting Gemara. Abaye said, Abaye said that he, I think he said to Rabbi Yitzhak, I wanted to ask something to Rabba. I had a question on that. But Rabbi Yezif stopped me. He said, when it's a question of a Deiraita, you ask questions before they do anything. When it's a Deirabona, if somebody like Rabba's already passed you don't ask questions. You let him do it, and afterwards you ask your questions. Right? That's what he said. So after they did it, so then Rabbi Yezif said, I think it was Rabbi Yezif said, said to him, he said, what was your problem? So he says, look, how can you ask a Goy how can you ask a goy to do a malachim? You don't ask him, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I said that. To bring the water. To bring the water. To bring the water from the other location. Yeah. It's through the chot. It's an etadrabon. I'm here to ask him. Now you may say, ah, oh, but that's only an etadrabon. Yeah, we know about the talking about shvus de shvus. By the way, and that's, this Gemara has a lot to do with the fact that this whole head of shvus de shvus, the Mokka Mitzvah, the Arashenim will hold that only for Bris Milam. The Arashenim will hold that. We don't pass it, we pass it for any 
sort of myths and things like that. But, so, he said, now, I know what you're going to tell me, oh, it's a mitzvah. He says, well, Hazor, sprinkling on somebody's tummy, from the Hazor, it's also Grabolom. And yet, we don't allow you to do it, even the Mokka Mitzvah. Somebody's got to bring his carbon Pesach that night, sorry, you won't be bringing the carbon Pesach. So what did Rabbi Yisif answer back, and this is the point which I, I, just, I brought all this whole Gemara for, is, Rabbi Yisif said to him, alright, you don't make a distinction between Hazor Sheish Bermaita and Hazor Sheim Bermaita. In other words, not Hazor, a Durabon and a Shvus, the Ispe Maita, the Shvus, the Lespe Maita, Hazor is a Durabon. Right, you're sucking the person, you're, you're fixing him up. It's a Durabon. But that involves a mitzvah, doesn't it? Sprinkling of the ashes. Amir la'akum, the pastor's shot in the Gemara, what's a Durabon? It's not what the boy does. Because the boy doesn't teach others. It's you asking him. That's the Durabon. That's not a mitzvah. So you see, we do make a distinction between a shulus, actually, yesh be and a shulus where there is no mitzvah. Right? What's uh, this uh, idea of Shuas for the stomach? Durabon. What does it mean, uh, the word Shuas? Shuas comes from the word Shabbos, to rest. Okay. Therefore, it's a borrowed term for any Durabon on to do with Shabbos. Uh, we call it, it's, okay. it's, it's called a Shuas. Okay? Um, it's in the uh, game in the streets. Yeah, for this, you know, they're passing things from one to another. No, no, walking with it, getting a goy to bring, to bring the water. It's a Shuas El Shuas. No, shvus to shvus means when you've got two derabonah. That means to say, I, I'm asking a goy, that's a derabonah, and what the goy is going to do is a malacha derabonah. That's two derabonahs. Right? And according to many, that is the, that's the case of shvus to shvus. It doesn't mean if I do a double derabonah, because there are those who say, it may sound a little bit shocking, but there's, there's a prima gonna about this, on Yom Tov Second day Yom Zuf, is any Durabon. So does that mean that I could do a Malacha Durabon in the Yom Tov Shein? So you see, I mean, I don't have permitters, so that means you could have Goyim building a shul for you on, on second day Yom Zuf. Why? I do Malacha Sterilite, but it's a Shurst to Shurst. I also go to do it, that's Amir Lakum, one, and a second day Yom Zuf. There's a Prima Golden which says, no, it doesn't work like that because second day Yomtev is a super Durabonah. It's not just some Durabonah, it's a, it's a bumper Durabonah. Okay? Then you find in the opposite direction, can you say, well then can a Yid do a double Durabonah? There's discussion about that one. In other words, what, is Shurat the Shurat limited to literally Amir Akam asking him to do a Durabonah for you? Or is it... But, the, as I said, the point was that you see when it's a Shvuz de Lesbe Maita, it's much more makeup. And I think, I can't remember why I got onto this, but I think it was is to explain this point that if somebody cooks on Shabbos by mistake, he does Malacha de Raita by mistake, we can let him, according to Rabbi Meir, we can let him benefit from it because he's not going to come and now say, ooh, that was a Geshmak me, I'll go cook, cook some more. So he knows that's wrong. He already feels guilty enough having mixed up and cooked on Shabbos. Whereas when it comes to just asking a Goy to do a Malacha for you, not only is it a Durabon, but it's a Shemus to Lesbe Maita. All I'm doing is asking the Goy to do something. Nishkeferloch. So therefore we say, you can't benefit from that Malacha, even though you didn't even ask the Goy. The Goy just did it for you, you can't benefit from that. Yeah?
So that's, that's the, the Rabbeinu Tam Shitta, therefore, as I'm back to Rabbeinu Tam. So he says, you know what? You can't benefit from this malacha. You can't benefit from this malacha, which was um, done, only if he's actually benefited you. But if you can say from that very malacha, he says, I think Mr. Brewer brings this to you stage as well. If from that very malacha, he hasn't really benefited me because I could have got it without him doing the malacha, not that I could have got the benefit through some other means. So in other words, if he filled, filled the water from the well on Shabbat for my animals, you can't benefit, you can't, oh, but I could have taken them to the river, that doesn't work. Because you couldn't have got the water for the, from the well to your animals without a malacha. But if he filled it up for you, or you from the well, I could say, you know, I could have climbed down the well. Or if he fills up for your animals from the river, then I can say, thank you very much, but do you know what? I could have got it myself. Or I could have taken my animals there, I could have climbed down the well, says I'll be in the town, that would be fine. So to me, however, I disagree. I disagree. And the Rosh says the Beishiyase also seems to go along with this, because he brings both shetas, he doesn't say clearly, but it seems the Rosh is siding with the Re, who says, no, it makes no difference. Yeah? makes no difference. And in fact, the Ramah, the Ramah is also assumed to take this position. When I say it's assumed to take this position, because the Magad Mishnah takes this position, it says, the Chain Da'at Shabbeinu, and that's what the Ramah holds. The question is, where did he see that in the Ramah? So the Mishnah says, I think he says from the fact that the Ramah doesn't, doesn't make any distinction. He doesn't say, well, it depends on where you got the water from. He doesn't make any distinction. He says, if the Goy fills the water, So, uh, you know what, I think it's on a different point he says that. Take that back. Hold that point for a second. The dentist just brings one last point, and that is, okay, and this is all brought La Locha, by the way. Everything we're summing up now is, is La Locha. The Goy filled the water. So he says, he did, did it for me, I can't benefit from it. What does that mean? I can't have any benefit from it, or I can't use it to drink. So there is a shit which says only drinking is a problem. Eating and drinking is a problem. But, <coughs> but to have some other benefit from it, that would be perfectly alright. So you can wash your hands, wash your feet with it, that's perfectly fine. Yeah? So, Tosis asks, no, that's not correct. Because we have a Gemara in Yavonus, which we learned, where they lost the keys to the Beit HaMedosh, and they say, well, just get the kids to play outside, and hopefully they'll find them and bring them back. Well, what's that going to help you? And lastly, by the way, because that was really the one which we didn't have a proper answer to, the Rashba just says, well, what's your problem? Who said they wanted the keys for Shabbos? Maybe they were just worried that they wanted the keys back, because otherwise they may never see those keys again. In which case, get the, get the children to play out there, they'll bring the keys back, and that's it. Yeah? So... Sorry, by the way, that's the Raya, I should have said. That's the Raya that you can use. I went the wrong way around there. From there, that's the Makurah to say, you see, you can benefit from a locha which was done, from a malacha which was done on Shabbos. So what's the difference between drinking the water and using it for something else? Oh, oh good, good question, good question. One thing is possible, is that we have seen, Tosa says there's a difference between eating and drinking. This is a pastor, in what he means. Eating and drinking is, 
think we discussed this last week, so I remember saying to you, yeah, about Kiddushim on Shabbos, is that people are very, very, get very excited about food and drink. Right? We discussed this question in America, that's how they get people to come to shul, no? Right? So Tosa says this already, right? And therefore, eating and drinking is a much bigger kashash if you let them use it, let's say, that was really refreshing, I want another drink. Washing hands and feet, you've got to remember times gone by, people didn't have, they didn't wash very often, right? Maybe once a month. They were lucky, that was something, that was a royalty, no? Green, once, once a month or something, they, they, they went to the bathhouse, whatever. Right, it's just wasn't. Well, people can manage without this. There, there isn't the same, same uh, kashash. That pushes in what Tosa's means. We wanted to suggest that the shift means something else. And that is that, because Tosa says, no, it doesn't work. Uriah, anyway, isn't Uriah. The Rashmal says, because we said they want to use it on Shabbos. So, who says they're getting benefit from this, from the keys? Number two, they weren't doing it as Darcy Shroll. They're doing it for someone who's their plan. Could be answered differently. But he says, but more than that, what about the case of the gangplank? There's a case in the Mishnah where the Goy takes the gangplank, coming off a, off a ship, and he says, you're allowed to set it down. Am I allowed to use that on Shabbos? Oh, if he did it for himself, you're all right. If he did it for the for the Jew, you've got a problem. So says, why? So you're not eating the gambler. So you're not. Right? You're just walking on it. What about the case of the net? Is that the case he asked from? Yeah, net. He lights the candles for you. So sorry, you can't use that light. Why? Not eating or drinking. Now, the mind that we said that it could be, could be, that's not what this shitter meant. I haven't yet found anyone who actually clearly holds this shitter, so I can't tell you the definite, but we suggested. Could be, that's not what they meant. What they meant was, if it was filled for eating or drinking, drinking in this case, you're not allowed to use it for drinking. But you can use it for washing your hands and feet. Because the very fact that you can't use it for what it was used, what it was filled for, that in itself will ensure you won't come to ask or something like that. Above it, if he filled it for you to wash your hands or feet, you can't use it even for that. If they set down a gangplank for people to walk down, you can't, and you being the reason why he did it, you can't walk down that. Yeah? If he lights a candle for people to read by, you can't read by that. In other words, this shit does not mean to say that if there's only on eating and drinking. What he meant to say was, if it was done for <coughs> drinking purposes, you could use it for something else. That's all he means to say. Is that clear? That's the summary of the Sukhya. Now, in order to sort of facilitate moving on, there is one gosh. Um, on Friday we actually talked about the, the Issa of Muksa in terms of the grass. Right? Besides any Issa of the... the why are we not worried about Muksa? When Shabbat came in, the grass was Muksa. We don't have the grass. He did it for you, he did it for him. So how can you benefit from it? Isn't it Muksa? Supposed to be various reasons why it's not a problem with Muksa. Either, either we're not going, um, <coughs> Huh? Wait, I mean, Tosis so, so is actually asking it the other way around. Yeah? Yeah? Tosis said the grass is Muksa. And that's why we can't have you putting your animal actually on the grass, because we worry, even though now it's connected, we worry you'll come to feed the animal. Yeah? So, that's the, the Gemara asks. 
So how can you how can you let your animal? It sounds like you're actually taking it to seat from the grass. So you can answer, you don't actually take it there. You just stand there and effectively get it into a corner so it goes down on its own. Yeah. First is asked, why can't you just say that this price that goes according to Rabbi Shimon? He doesn't hold the boxer. Either we want to fit a coin to Rabbi Yoda, or for one, so it gives a, a couple of reasons why it could be even Rabbi Shimon would agree there's a problem of Oksa there. Yeah? So it doesn't end with the Rosh, to at least something extra today. The Rosh and Simon Yud Gimel, for those who've got it, you see it, so I'll just read that. It's a small piece of Rosh. He says, Omar Apuna. Sorry, that's, it's, it's, in, it's, it's in the middle of some of the where it says Gomorrah there. So he says, in the Shabbos. So the goy, he cuts the grass on Shabbos, Makhil Akhra, for his own animal, Makhil Akhra of the Israel. So the Israel, page Kofayn Bob. Got it? Yes? So, where, where, where is Kofayn Bob? There. So he says, um, so goy, he picks the grass on Shabbos, Makhil Akhra of the Israel, and the Israel can use it after. Because he did it for himself, the goy did it for himself. The Mishvili soil, if, if he did it for the soil, offers for this. And this is, this is what he's going to add. This is brought down our law. If the Goy cuts the grass, and he, of his own volition, comes and feeds your animal for you, I didn't ask him to. And it's not shot that he did it for me and then I'm going to use it. No, no. He does it without me asking, and he actually goes and feeds my animal. Do I have to stop it? No, I see doesn't belong to benefit me. Right, but we'd like to think my three-year-old and my animal are two different. Uh, yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean there. Yeah. So, so it says, the Rosh says, You don't have to stop the goy. You have to say to him, "Oh, stop doing that, Malachah." We don't have to. Why? The Nachri Adat the Nafshaker of it. We say the goy is doing it of his own volition. Even if you said before Shabbos, it's a good thing if you are saying that you can uh, do this tonight. Even if you say that to him before Shabbos. You've got to be careful because Amir al-Akam applies even before Shabbos. You ask the Goy to do a Malachim here on Shabbos, yeah. There may be certain colors, but it's, it's uh, essentially it, it applies as well. So, Amir al-Gabi Nafi Shabbat al-Khabis, where have we seen this? When a Goy comes to put out a fire, so we've learned already. What do we say there? Do you have to stop the goy putting out the fire? No. Are you doing it for your benefit? For the person's, you know, the youth's benefit? Doesn't matter. I didn't ask him to put out the fire. And I'm doing absolutely nothing. And we say, goy has asked enough shake of it. But it might be he's doing it some benefit. He's got something in mind for himself. That's alright. There's the rosh. Udafishol, who's the show? But don't get any ideas. Maybe this may be a span of the words for what you just wanted. He says, that's alright on a temporary basis. Right? 
if the Israel thinks, oh, this is a good one, I'm onto something here, see, he does it in a crafty way, so he's got a whole setup with the Goy. Essentially, a whole language and Morse code between the two of them. The Goy knows exactly what he wants. See, you know, sort of telepathy. Right? The Goy is doing it. Oh, I've asked him to but he's doing it. Otherwise, we all know what he's doing. Then it's awesome. So he says, Oh, so he says, Oh, so he says, there's a Gemara there. Um, sounds like there were there were oxen there that these Arameans stole. So I have to have to look, look, look up the Gemara exactly what happened there. But the Kitzur says says the Rosh, the Alkis and Shabbos. I mean that, 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 that's a different case there, but. Same thing over here. This, as I said, it's brought by Allah and just a machine chafe. It's a few gimel, something like that. It's a few basic, it's a few I think it's a few gimel. That if the goy does everything himself, I didn't ask him, that's fine. Yeah? But if not, yeah? If he's not, if he's doing this on a regular basis, it becomes much more problematic. Okay? So, Be'ezit Hashem, we're almost there to getting all the pieces in, in, in line. You've got an au pair. This is particularly again people who've got uh, an au pair or a cleaner comes in on Shabbos. She knows. She didn't ask her nothing, but she knows you, you, oh, the room's dark, you want the light on. She'll come and t- t- come turn on the light for you. She's doing it for you, though. I didn't say a thing. She knows exactly. When, where do we say, well, you can't benefit from it, and when do we say, well, I didn't ask her to turn on the light, it was going to come on on its own anyway. Where do we draw the line, you can benefit, and when not? That's not shame. Well, we're almost ready to take a look at our lock on that.